recording. It's recording. Uh, who do we got today? We have uh, Kendra Bell. Yep. John Wicks. Uh, John is the owner of Drum Coffee. Kendra is the manager and I think sort of uh, in some ways life force of Drum Coffee. Yeah. Uh, this conversation was really great. Uh, fun people to be around. An amazing shop. John is uh, also the drummer for Fits in the Tantrums. And and other and he's and a studio he's guy. a pro he's a pro yes. he's a pro uh, but could not be a nicer dude annoyingly nice you're like god you get to be you get to be super drummer and you're cool yeah you know he's actually cool he, I always want those people to suck Kendra uh, another person that's fun to be around because of her energy so cool so no they're great light. and it's a kind of a good conversation to start your day off with we can listen to us talk and me mainly try to convince John. That I am a barista, yeah, and that I'm a pro. I know we're not we're not as cool as they are. <laughs> uh, if you need to get a hold of the show, Jamie and Travis present at gmail.com for emails, which uh, none of you ever send us. Oh, uh, that's not true. We get emails. We got an email. Yeah, we get a couple. They're, uh, fr- they're from our friends who could just email us. Oh, that's cool. Thanks, guys. Uh, also on Twitter at Jamie Travis Pod, and we are on Facebook. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, good or bad, really. Yeah, leave us a bad one. Yeah, leave sure. us a bad one. It's fine. Talk shit. It's fine. Um, and yeah, anything else? Yeah. What are we? Uh, we are Jamie and Travis. Present. Present. Enjoy this conversation. John, you are also a platinum recording artist. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Yay. Or double platinum recording artist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. And drummer for Fitz and the Tantrums. Right. Kendra, I've known you forever. Mm-hmm. And are you are you manager of Drum Coffee? I yes. think of you that way. Awesome. Yes, official awesome. title. Yes. And John, you and your wife, uh, Janet? Jenna. Jenna. Yeah. I always forget. Uh, opened Drum how long ago? Uh, ten months. Mm-hmm. Ten months. March one. And it's the yeah. coolest place. Thanks, Love it, man. It's so good. Having so much fun with it. The food uh, is like sneaky good. First of all, yeah. Because a lot of times when you go into like neighborhood cafes, <laughs> the food is good. Yeah. But it's yeah. really the ambiance mm-hmm. that makes it taste better. To right. Me. Right. Like, it's right, just right. good. Somebody else made it. Yeah. yeah. Somebody else made this food Usually. for me. Right. I yep. love it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the food there is really intensely good. Thanks, man. Uh, we're lucky. We're really lucky that we have uh, Kendra, number one, uh, and a staff of people that really care. You know what I mean? Everyone's stoked. You do, finding millennials that care. Oh, dude, impossible. forget about it. <laughs> that impossible. is such we're bullshit. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm serious. You remember when you were in your 20s? Yeah, totally. You know? Or maybe you don't, but <laughs> but when I was in my twenties, I certainly didn't care on this level. And uh, and uh, man, our bakers, uh, Logan and Jess, I'm just blown away at how I don't need to say anything. Like I don't. All I say is, here's the realm we're going to work within. Yeah. And then they just start putting stuff out, right? Yes, and they. I was just having a heyday with being so creative with the different flavors, and we just give them open range pretty really? much. Yeah, day they to day. They just do whatever they want. Yeah. Pretty much, you know. Yeah. Um, the olive we have staples. I mean, we have those staples. Is yeah, the, and the babka, okay, the dirty babka I brought you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dirty <laughs> babka, which is not, I mean, it's actually, to be honest, not a great way to start your day. Yeah. Because it <laughs> just is sugar crash like an hour later. <laughs> but it is so freaking good in that olive oil cake, which mm-hmm. when 
Jenna, I had Jenna because Jenna used to make that, right? Uh, I I found that in New York. Okay. Actually, uh, a dear friend of mine, Jamie McCormick, and his wife Liz own a great cafe there called Abrasso, um, and I basically, I mean, truth be told, I ripped everything off of Abrasso <laughs> in New York, like. Uh, Jamie is my hero in the barista world, and he's all, and his wife is my hero in the baking world. Cool. And they're the ones who had that olive oil cake, and they were generous enough to give me the recipe. Oh, really? It. Yeah. Um, so That's I wish I could claim that as my own invention or Jenna's own invention, but I, it's Jamie and Liz. I was prepared to not like it. Yeah. Right. It doesn't sound like something I would like. <laughs> yeah. No, and me too. And it looks kind of thing. thick, but it's so it's moist so, and just magical. So moist. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, and Kendra, so you are a barista now. Y'alls. Also, but Y'alls. I knew you like 10 years ago. Yes. You were one of the first people I met in Missoula. Back in the dizzy day. I need to settle something. Yes. No, and then, no. Sorry, and then we can talk about other stuff. No. When I was in college, <laughs> me and my roommate got no. some human hair in a Ziploc bag in our mailbox. And we never found out who it was. <laughs> I it blame... Was, it, was, it was really scary. We got a Ziploc bag full of human hair. It's I think just, it was human hair. Wow. It's Don't look at me. Was like, it you? I, oh, no. I, oh, I, I, I might have been an accomplice of some sorts. Whose hair? She who I shall not be named. It was like, a, it was scary. Oh, it's so it awesome. It was super freaky. So my good friend Beth Taylor and I it used was to her. save the yeah. hairbrush hair from our hairbrushes. <laughs> Yum. And like hide it from each other in the houses. I'm glad I'm learning this now after I and, hired you because and, <laughs> if I uh, this Well, prior. at this time that we met, uh, I had my, you know, my group of high school friends and right. Jamie came from the East Coast. Yeah. yeah and you wanted to for school. <laughs> and so he lived in the third story of this apartment building down on Spruce. And then the, all the girls lived in the basement. Yeah. And so we were, it was like the party complex. It was like, it was like an MTV reality show. Yeah. <laughs> just party zone yeah, flex and some hair might have been placed somewhere. oh yeah. man yeah alright cool that settles yeah. that also a memory uh, we once had a chugging competition with uh, Twisted Tea yeah tea race champ of, also. of Missoula for like three years running. serious yeah I took down like too much tea yeah me too yeah it we was both a thing did. that we did. <laughs> we both it was did. A thing. I love getting to know Kendra time. better. Yeah, that's, that's, great. Great. that's what the secret really was. That's yeah, what this totally. podcast is. Totally. <laughs> Revealing. Um, so, Drum Coffee has a uh, a giving back aspect to the business, right? Yeah. Yes. Can you guys? What is? What's yeah. up with that? Absolutely. One of the benefits I have being a touring musician is that I go into coffee houses wherever whatever city i'm in i find the best coffee and uh and take notes basically and drum coffee first of all is just an amalgamation of like all my favorite cafes throughout the world right uh decor wise food wise barista wise um so i was in boston and i went to a place called blue state coffee and it was one of the best shots of espresso i've ever had first of all but then they gave me this wooden coin as I walked away and I'm like, what am I supposed to do this? And then they said, well, turn it around. We've got these charities where you can, we donate a percentage of our sales to uh, some of these progressive charities. Um, and, uh, you choose which one you want your percentage to go to. So I logged that away and my, I just thought it was the coolest idea ever. And so I stole that from blue state. And, uh, so yeah, we donate 2% of our sales to, 
um, three different charities per quarter. And uh, people get to put a wooden coin in, uh, the, you know, a little glass jar of whatever one they they feel the most connection to. Cool. And uh, for me personally, it just makes sense. It's just uh, um, look the 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 coffee competition here in Missoula is pretty fierce. I mean, the top level quality uh, is not. There's a few guys really take trying to do top level stuff, yeah. but. There's a lot of people serving coffee. Every parking lot. Every parking lot. <laughs> you got it, man. You know, uh, so for someone locally to come in and choose drum coffee, this yeah. is the one, this is our go-to place. Uh, you got to give back in some way because, I mean, that's the only, you know, that's the only way I can think to, the best way I can think to say thanks, yeah. you know, to the local community. It's cool. like, just give something back. You know, and if I mean, just think about it. Like, if every business did just that small thing, we'd be in, sitting in a lot better place right now. I think so. Oh, there are lots of things that aren't that hard that we could yeah. all do. Yeah, dig it, a dig lot it. Better, Absolutely. Right? I've just been hoarding those wooden coins. <laughs> <laughs> you and my daughters both, man. Just, just a jar of the, just a jar of wooden coins. Uh, I love I love drum coffee because I grew up a drummer. Nice. My old man's a drummer. When it opened up, he's like, "Have you heard about this? What's the deal with it?" And I, he's he's in the generation that doesn't give a shit about any sort of uh, any sort of espresso, any right. sort of coffee bar. Right, right. Well, we got to go. We got to go. I'm like, oh, we have been. We can go over there, and uh, and even him, just like atmosphere, it was quick. He likes quick. Yeah. Uh, we good. all like quick, probably. But uh, yeah. it was quick, and it was actually good, and he didn't have to explain anything. He didn't feel out of place. Right. Which is important. Nobody makes me feel like an asshole at Drum Coffee. It's the only place I actually don't yes. care about it being quick. Like, when we have, cool. we've delivered produce to you guys, mm-hmm. and I've actually sat down, which is insane. Yeah. Because usually I don't turn my car off or really park it. Yeah. Uh, what I'm doing yeah. deliveries. Right. But you guys, it's just feels, you with the feels good oh, that's, in there. That's, that's a it's great chocolate also. All right, now let's talk about how drums coffee sucks. <laughs> Here, no. <laughs> One. <laughs> um, yeah, three drummers at this table. How about that? Yeah. Why aren't you a drummer, Kendra? She is. Oh. Dude, have you heard this girl sing? <laughs> no. I You're a singer? Yeah. Holy awesome. moly. I when mean, I grow up, obviously. You also have a... Uh, San- Anders. Sanders. Sanders. Sandy. You guys yep. could have a drum. And Riley. Mm-hmm. Riley. Riley Roberts. Um, He's got... Uh, Tiny Plastic Stars. Oh. Oh. Singer. He's the best singer yeah. in great. town. Yeah. Sweetest little so His man. voice is, like, shockingly good. Mm-hmm. We just need to start a drum coffee band. Yeah. Yeah, wait. Yeah, Seriously. Well, yeah. Uh, what's... Uh, what's How fun with that? What do, you, what do you need? What's the man, progress? Not much. A chance... You have, have a your rehearsal space there. I have a rehearsal space there. And <laughs> cha- have your chance thing? Dude, no. chance is another like Wait, this next is level to, singer. This is starting to turn into three singers and, and a drummer. And Allie yeah. won't admit it. Allie <laughs> won't admit it, but she's got a hell of a voice too, man. Like yeah. I hear everyone singing along because we only spin vinyl there, right? Yeah. And so I and I do that for a very conscious reason. Um, because we've all been to cafes where they just put their iPods on mm-hmm. and they just let it play. And it's random. And it may or may not like help the vibe of the place. Usually it's not, you know, and it's all based on the personal taste of the whoever's behind the bar. Right. Which usually sucks. And uh, <laughs> in my opinion. Agreed. But with vinyl, it's labor intensive. Like you have to physically put the needle on the record. You have to make the choice. And after 15, 20 minutes, you gotta flip it. 
you know, yeah. and uh, and decide whether, well, did that contribute to the vibe of the place or not, yeah. you know? And so it's great. Not only that, you're much more conscious of what's playing and everyone sings along in there. I notice all the staff. They don't even know they're doing it. Really? Yeah. I've heard Allie singing along. She and her angelic voice is singing while she closes. It's like one of my favorite parts about the cafe. It's heaven. It's heaven. It really is. It's like, it's really cool. we do bring our own vinyl. Like all of us bring what we want to listen to. I mean, to, to a point, we like to keep, you know, world music going during the day and set the vibe you don't want to play like Paul's Boutique at 7 a.m. You know, when people are, or you can. <laughs> yeah, but you know, there's, like, there's yeah, a distinct yeah. like yeah. ebb and flow to the day Absolutely. with the music that's a made, like a focal point of the scene. Do you guys get paid there. to work there? Or is it just like... <laughs> Seriously <laughs> pinching myself. It's crazy. And in the summer, I mean, when we opened up in March, it was, you know, still kind of stormy, whatever, but then we had the patio open and you were there this that summer. That is like, a sweet thing. Yeah. What? Yeah. Just magical. It's real cool. It's so wonderful to go to work there. Uh, the, the one thing I really like about the neighborhood cafe thing, and I, I hadn't really thought, because you guys are sort of the first, I mean, Burn Street Bistro is a little bit during the week, but on weekends, you know, Burn Street Bistro is more of like a destination yeah. for people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Drum Coffee is like for that neighborhood. Yeah. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And so when you're in there, it doesn't feel like, uh, I don't know, it doesn't feel like a I mean, it's a business, but it, it feels like just the hub of that hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it just is awesome. Like, it's, cool. you would think, you know, if that was downtown, you'd probably be thinking, man, this place needs to be bigger. Right. You know? Right. But not there. And there's always a seat, also. Yeah. Which is awesome. Or, like, rub elbows with your neighbor. Yeah. yeah. Meet someone. Yeah. Yeah, that's there's cool. no Wi-Fi, too. And that's awesome. conscious. Everything is conscious. Like, look, I mean, I, I wish I... I could say that it's, uh, I want it, I want it to, it, uh, hopefully it feels like it's just casual, but like every little nuance in there was like planned out, Yeah. you know, and the Wi-Fi in particular is, is a very conscious choice and it's, yeah, I've struggled with it myself, you know, like I get people almost daily asking if we have Wi-Fi and I'm like, no, we don't yeah. pull out a book or talk to your neighbor, you yeah. know, but Charlie Beaton, you know, Charlie mm-hmm. from Big Dipper. He gave me the coolest compliment last week. He came in and he lives just down the street. And uh, <laughs> he came in and said, um, he's had a neighbor that's lived across the street for like 20 years that he's never met. And they finally met in Drum Coffee. No way. Yeah. Awesome. You know, and I've had that happen three different times. I've had three different people say, I've lived next to this person forever, but we finally talked here. Yeah. Like that's, that's the whole goal right there. If I can just make that happen, we're, we're stoked. You know, it's, uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a ma- magical thing about that. It's, it's fun watching that happen, too. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you do see it. Yeah. You literally and, see it. You know, people interacting about the music, especially, like, people walk over and check out, because we display every every album that we're playing. Yeah. Or they'll check out the record player, start talking to people about the music, and I don't know. It's pretty magical. Lots of first dates. Oh, really? Or, like, Lots people meeting on dates and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's the cutest. so it's not going anywhere, obviously. <laughs> you know, the coolest thing that happened though is um, one of my favorite customers came in and and she said, you know, I've lived here for a while in this neighborhood, and we used to call it the Dairy Queen District. You know, she said now it's the DCD, not the DQD, the Drum Coffee oh, District. Wow. And I was like, That's cool, <laughs> DCD. That is cool. <laughs> uh, the neighbor. We we talk about it constantly on the podcast about having neighborhood businesses 
that like if we could make little pods of neighborhoods as opposed to neighborhoods where there's just houses there's neighborhoods where there's businesses it's tricky as well and uh, I, was look, that a, was that a conscious choice uh, oh yeah big time big time uh i wanted to have the neighborhood cafe um well for one thing <laughs> uh downtown is spendy like yeah. getting a space downtown totally. is spendy but I, i'm here to tell you uh it's not easy in the city of Missoula to open a neighborhood cafe because the zoning is really tough. Um, when you have, look, I get it. You know, you have houses surrounding you. You can't have a big neon sign out there, you know, and put a Verizon store right next to someone's house, you know. Um, so, even though they, uh, even though they, even though they did, did. <laughs> I guess if you have enough money so like nice. Verizon. But uh, it was it was a drag, man. You know, I learned a lot about how the city works and how the wheels are falling off in a lot of ways and and uh, as a first time small business owner uh they they put me through the ringer but yeah. i came out the other side with you know a lot more well educated that's for sure well missoula's in a weird spot and kendra you'd have an interesting perspective because you grew up here but mm -hmm. like where we are uh becoming a city mm. where it's like yeah. i mean people have said that for a long time but that has always felt like relative to the rest of montana but i think now we're becoming a city city where yeah. you know neighborhood I mean, stuff feels, I, i'm Every year, it gets bigger and when, bigger. Because when you were yeah. growing up, there wasn't even anything on Reserve Street. No way. There was Costco. There was Costco. And then they put in the movie theater, and it started to get, like, big box store out there. It was all fields. Yeah. yeah. Right. I Which grew up in crazy. Potomac, so we'd come into Costco. You grew up in Potomac? I did. Do you know I'm moving to Potomac? What? Yeah. Where? What? Yeah. Prospect yeah. Prospect Court. What? Up off of Copper, Copper Cliff? Yeah, you know where Copper Cliff. Um, yes, I grew up there. <laughs> we should, what? We should talk. What, what, oh, what street did you grow up on? Wonderful. Off? Coloma. I don't know. That like name. off of Hole in the Wall. <laughs> yeah. Like where the big line of. Uh, so past Camus. This is so, this is really interesting content for everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Anyway, yeah, it's, no, it's so wonderful out there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Cool. My parents actually just sold our house and we still have a couple pieces of property up there, but it's like they moved to Sydney. They moved Montana. to Sydney. Holy shit! Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is in the middle of nowhere. It's gnarly. And to go from Potomac, I mean, we had twenty acres, and my dad built our house. You oh. know, it was like grew up in delicious Potomac, but they moved to Sydney. My dad got a job, a job over there. He mm. was a contractor forever, and <sighs> shit was gnarly. Okay. You know. Yeah. It's okay. like a nine-hour drive. Like thirteen. Oh man. <laughs> to like. Well, you could go to Seattle, Montana. Montana. Yeah. So Although. My Chance, who works at Drum Coffee, who's also one of my best friends, he's from Sydney, randomly. He grew up there. So at least I have someone to travel with. Like, oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. The that's whole state. Oh, yeah. They but Potomac, yes. Potomac oh, is I can't, I can't awesome. wait for Drum Coffee Potomac. Potomac? Right oh. next to Cully's? And I karaoke. I'm <laughs> the karaoke DJ at Cully's once a month. No, still? Yeah. Like in the in the summertime, we do it mostly. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Kendra, we're so, so much then fun. everyone can at your house so we can bring people out because <sighs> now my parents' house is gone. We used to all come out from Missoula. Oh, you to can stay at my house yes. and camp in your yard. Oh, you can bring droves oh, yeah. of people out to Cully's. Oh, oh so let's awesome. do it. Get those those locals oh, get so down. Cute. We'll let everyone know on the podcast Aww. when the karaoke is going down in Potomac. Karaoke, so cool. Oh, this is great. Anyway, yeah. great news. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but no. Missoula is like we're, yeah. we're it's about to be a city, and that yeah, like what we, Travis and I always talk about is is you know Burn Street Bistro really I felt like did this thing for me where I was like this could be a neighborhood where like I could stay in this neighborhood for a week and not be like starving to death mm -hmm. or something right you know there are services i mean we have the schools in all the neighborhoods already 
uh, and then you guys do that, like, I really hope it heads in that direction. Because also, it's becoming a real big pain in the ass to drive across Missoula. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Look, moving here, uh, back here from Los Angeles, uh, I love it when people complain about the traffic yeah. at Malfunction Junction. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, <laughs> but I but hear what you're relative. saying. it's all relative. Yeah, it is. I'm totally. from New York, and I know it's not New York traffic, but if it was New York traffic, there would be, that's a, that would be... It would be a problem. You're absolutely right. You know, yeah, it's not 20 million people. And, and what was interesting to me is uh, when we were trying to open this place, going into the city, and they were asking me questions personally that I thought were no-brainers. I'm like, of course, I'm not going to make this huge eyesore in this residential neighborhood. Of course, I'm not going to do you know all this crazy gentrification stuff. But I get it. They fight that. They fight right. that in residential areas. And the last thing we want in Missoula is to have it feel like um, it's, you know, fully gentrified with all these crazy retail with condos up above, you know, and that, that kind of thing. And unfortunately, you're starting to see a little bit of that around town, I you know. you're and starting to see kind of a lot of yeah, it. I yeah. Yeah. What it. Yeah. It seems like everything that's happening downtown is geared toward making tourists happy. Right. So, like, we just put in new, like, light posts and made the the, the corners more mm -hmm. pedestrian and those goddamn friendly. parking meters and those fucking parking meters God. i'm sorry man <laughs> dang i hate those things uh and sometimes yeah. when it's really cold they don't work yeah and that's really obnoxious whatever yeah, yeah. first world problems we, we yeah. all we <laughs> <laughs> what did they do with all the old ones uh, oh, oh. A, there was a picture of them. There was a picture, a big pile of them. Right? Yeah. When they when they put them in, there was a picture in the paper, just a yep. pile of them. So yep. they're just some. It's they're just in a warehouse. That'd yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah. I wouldn't mind one of those. Yeah, I got one of the old <laughs> Wilma seats. You did? Yeah. Did you have to go pick it up? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Totally. What'd you do with it? I, I still have plans for it. I don't know. You I I, I want to somehow <laughs> install it. Yeah, I've got to clean it first. Yeah, uh, but I want, <laughs> I want to install it at Drum somewhere. I, I'm not sure quite how. Maybe um, I'm teaching students there now, so maybe have like the the bullpen for students that are waiting for their lessons. You should. Tell, he is. He's an, an educated musician. Oh, right on. Because <laughs> you were looking for instructors at one point. Yes. Yes. It's uh, kind oh. of been. Because of my touring schedule, everything's kind of been put, you know, keeps shoving further and further down the timeline. Well, but, well there yes. you go. No, yeah. We just had our job interview. Yeah. I'll, I'll see you at 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah, man. Totally. I'm, I, well, look, I'm going to need tomorrow. subs, that's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> that's funny. Absolutely. That's cool. Yeah. No, I love, I love uh, my thing with drum is there's the permanent picnic table over to the side of yeah. the building. Nate Kimball. He made oh, that. He's awesome. A, he is a badass. I like solid furniture. I'm a big made guy. It I like from um, logs from the uh, dam in Milltown. Really? Like repainted. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. So cool. It. I love it because I get on my bike. I get the crossword. I <sighs> sit there with my earplugs in. Yeah. And ignore everything. Right. And do that, but I can't do. I can't ignore everything. It's literally a flow of. It says something about the business because it's the like. It's like we, we always joke about going to the good food store. If you want to pick up one thing at the good food store, it turns into a 45-minute multiple conversation. Yeah, it's a yeah, thing. Right. I don't mind that. Uh, I just if I don't want to if I don't want to do that, I don't go. Right. But drum turns into like every 10 minutes. It's a, for me. It's a surprisingly delightful like group of people. Yeah. That I, yeah. Oh, hey, I haven't talked to you in five years. I should talk to you. <laughs> Right. Sit down for a second, and I love that. Like That's that cool. actually works out really well. That's great. Because I, I'm one to avoid that. 
Yeah. But there's, it's perfect. Because if you're going to drum, you either live in that neighborhood or you really like going there. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing. Look, man, like, if you look at the Italians, that's what espresso is all about. It's the neighborhood cafe. That's where everyone goes to gossip. That's where they go to get caught up, whether it's with the barista behind the counter or whether it's with their neighbors, you know. And that's what got lost in this third wave of espresso and third wave of coffee. People are in there with their laptops, staring at their phones. They're giant, giant rooms. And giant, exactly, man. No stand-up bars. You know, no. forget about that. You know, like I, the thing I loved about growing up in the early 90s in Seattle was we still, it was before the internet. It was mm-hmm. before cell phones, except for the brick. And, uh, you know... People, we had so much fun every morning working in cafes. It was like putting on a show for people. Cool. It was so fun. And like you become the master of like the 30 second conversation while you're making their drink, you know? Totally. Dude, that, why do you think? <laughs> I stole her. I stole her. master of the 30 second <laughs> she conversation. Is, and, but it's not, it's not fake. No, it's you know not. I mean? That's the difference. But it's funny that you go in there and Kendra will be all stoked to see me. And I'm like, man, it's good to see you too. <laughs> And you do it to the person behind me, and I'm like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in our in our just ten, that person in our ten months there, I feel. I mean, I've some of our customers have become you know family to us yeah. already. We're building this community around drum. Our customers have become friends with each other because they meet through us. You know, they're there hanging out, yeah. and I don't know. It's I don't. I enjoy my job so much meeting people and having that genuine outlet to brighten people's day. Like we live in this bubble of Missoula where we're so lucky. I don't ever feel threatened here and we don't have a lot of things to worry. I mean, we have a lot of shit to worry about, but in this town you can just, I guess I latch onto that and just try to spread joy wherever I go because you never know. Oh, you know, amazing. I don't know, you guys. So it's awesome. hard to explain. I feel like I'm tooting you my know, own. No, 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 perfect. No, 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 no. But I mean, I, I have, you know, I, I didn't go to college. I went to my freshman year of college only in Concordia. I was a cobber oh, yeah. in Minnesota. Wow. But um, I worked in the service industry for 10 years now. You know, I worked at the Loose Caboose for five years coffee you know building the relationships out the window that's it's a faster and different environment mm. there yeah but that's where i became like who i am yeah. today you know like with people and interactions and then taco you know that's where i saw slurping her. up burritos that, that, <laughs> taco that taco yeah taco everyone in missoula yeah. eats a taco also i yeah. feel like yeah i went it's in there just, to and i would i saw her and as we were starting to build out the space and i was like that's it. That's that's early '90s Seattle right there. Did you that's, poach her? Totally. You poached her. Uh, her? I poached her. So John, yeah, John and I became friends because he'd come into Taco when he was getting ready to go to LA, and no that he's always like, "I'm flying to LA." Never knew like what he was doing. We didn't really get like that far, right? I guess like yeah, yeah. In depth, we always had good conversation stuff, and we became friends. And him and Jenna came in one day, and I was like out in the dining room doing something, like, "Hey, do you um." You want to talk to us about coming to work? With us? <laughs> it was, and I was like, what so you? shady. <laughs> well, it was like it was serendipitous in so yeah. many ways. You know, it was I had so worked there ready. for five years. There's you can only go up so far there. Yeah. You know, manager and like slurp and burritos. It was so fun, and I made some friends that I'll have for the rest of my life there. Totally. You know, it was a wonderful time, but it was perfect timing, and then boom. Totally. There you are. Totally. Yeah. I told Jenna one night. I was like. There's this gal at Taco del Sol. 
because Jenna worked in coffee too, and we we all remember. She and I remember when it was fun and when it wasn't fun, yeah. and what the personalities were that made it fun, and what the ones were that made it a total drag. Yeah, and you mean, uh, in terms of coworkers, or, yeah, 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 that's it, right? That's and that's it. It's got to be fun, you know. And uh, and then I was like, you gotta come see Kendra slinging burritos because. I was like, "That's it. That's that's 1994 Seattle." And and we, I brought her in, and she was like, "Oh my God, she's amazing." See, you yeah. know what's awesome about that that I appreciate so much is, uh, especially in a town like this that is basically a tourist town. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I mean, when we say job creation, it's mostly service industry jobs here. It seems like. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But because we're also a college town, those jobs are often considered like before I start my career right. or whatever. Right. And it sucks that the service industry is really, it's really hard. Yeah. And when someone's good at it, you really fucking notice and it really matters for that business. Yeah. You know, it makes the businesses better for it. Taco del Sol, I mean, the burritos are good. The people that work there when they're like having fun and it's a party in there oh, and they're yeah. joking with each other. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why people go back to Taco Bell. <laughs> totally. You know? And totally. That's why Let's face like, it, bro. The food's not that it's great. Not, I, I think it's I not sauce. legit, but you go, there, yeah, you go there. Yeah, you go there because the, the guys behind the counter are fun. And they recreate yeah. that everywhere. Absolutely. You know? And that's so cool. And yeah. so it's cool to hear you guys talk like that because I hate, you know, I've worked in the service industry a lot. And uh, when you're with when your coworkers don't give a shit and it's clearly like uh, it's their you know jumping off point to whatever they think they're gonna do with their life, mm-hmm. yep. and they look down on the job they currently have, yeah, yeah, it drives you nuts. It drives you nuts, you know. Absolutely. And then you feel like you want to be like you want to like mom them and be like, what are you? Why are you yes. acting like this? Yeah. What are you too good? <laughs> so why are you? All of yeah. my work karma doing that and and putting up with that, I guess, or like experiencing that kind of a thing. It was like when John and Jenna approached me, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, not only are they personally wonderful people to be around and be involved with and know and have in my life, um, their idea and everything that John was telling me, the vibe that he wanted to set and the no no pretense and like just the whole thing was so serendipitous. Cool. That now... All my work karma in the service industry paid off, yeah. and I get to like want to go to work every day. All of our employees, I mean, we're we're a close knit group. There's eight of us, you know, including the bakers. Yeah. So, and we foster that kind of, you know, none of that. Um, don't give a shit attitude. No, Everybody zero. wants to yeah. be there. Everybody yeah. is passionate about drum and coffee and wants to get better, and it's. It's a very unique situation. I know that because I've been through the gauntlet of the others. You what know? What's the address so people can come see Kendra? 600 <laughs> South Avenue West. 600 South Avenue West. I the love how you just put that. That was South. cool. Awesome. Cool. Uh, I prefer, I was a barista for a million years. I prefer. He's a competition barista. Serious? <sighs> Thank you. All right. Mm. I'm going to leave, guys. Thank you. Competition. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, where I was, where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, I grew up in Helena. Okay, and moved here for school. Uh huh. And right around that, I wasn't a competition barista. I I competed in AeroPress. Oh wow, for at home. Because um, the baristas were all well. My point would be, I I always preferred the asshole behind the bar. I oh, preferred wow. the like uh, late nineties uh, uppity. Uh, nobody's talking to me. 
uh, I'm not even going to ask where the sugar is type of type of situation. <laughs> like I was scared. Oh yeah, I was yeah. I was preferred the like I I don't need I don't need customer service. Uh-huh. Um until then I was actually a barista and we used to the goal was uh to have fun was obviously the goal. Mm-hmm. And we had we had all sorts of stuff we would do because you can hate that job and still have fun at it. Mm. Like you can, you can hate this thing, but still, well, this is my job. I need to make money doing it. Mm-hmm. Don't stare at the tip jar. Cause if you stare at the tip jar, it'll never fill. Right. <laughs> but if you're having fun, all of a sudden there's a bunch of money in there right, kind of thing. Right, and, uh, right. and I, I never cared about it until I wasn't a barista. <laughs> and right. then I started going into shops and I'm like, why is this guy being a dick? Yeah. Why is this yeah. guy being a dick? Well, I make a joke. Uh, with my date all the time that whenever we go to REI I want to make a meme that has the REI employee saying hello can I help you with anything and then it's a, a picture of me with my handout saying I know more than you <laughs> <laughs> but I, when I go into black coffee when I go into drum because I, I don't go anywhere else now because right. those two now have an employee that's nice to me right? and says when I when I order something stupidly specific they don't look at me like I'm an asshole. They right. look at me like, oh, well, well, that probably will taste good. Yeah. And they hand it to me, and I get to leave. And I love that. I, right. Like, I miss, I do miss, at times, I miss the uh, the horrible, uh, like, no, we don't have sugar. No, right. we don't even have cream. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. We only, we only serve shots. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. Weird that you, you guys will not be open next year. But yeah. I, I miss that a little, but uh, not really. Well, that, but there's a way happens. to be good at that, also. Like, when I used to run a hot dog stand and people there's an expectation at the hot dog stand that you are coming to the hot their hot dog stand so like if you ask for ketchup and you're a grown man i'm gonna say <laughs> you can put it on yourself yeah you know yeah, yeah. uh and people like that they yeah, dig yeah. it but it's not just being a dick like there's an art yeah to being a dick Absolutely. in the service industry there's there's a you couple know? spots well actually Especially on the East Coast. Almost exactly what you said would happen, did happen in L.A. with a place called Handsome Coffee. Handsome, they they had like zero options. You got what they gave you. There was no condiment bar. You don't get to add that stuff mm-hmm. or anything. And, you know, for a while, L.A.'s like really cool with it. They're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is like next level. And then get they get sick me. of it. Yeah. They're like, okay, enough, you know, yeah. and they, they got bought out. They're gone. But there is a place called My Father's Office, also in Los Angeles, which is a burger place. And you only get the burger one way. They won't. And damn if it isn't amazing. It oh, yeah. really is an amazing burger, but they won't give you any other options that's yeah. the, Mo Club, works the Mo Club burger you only have one or two options right and and if you don't like that you just don't go there right they're, they're doing fine yeah but that there's something special about that there's something special about small menus yeah something special about uh, five items yeah right and uh, but I, the the coffee thing the espresso bar thing is great because there's there's five items that make up 20 that right. make up 20 yeah, yeah. different things you can order. You got it. And everybody gets it. so particular. I love the like I love the OCDness of yeah. like going to order coffee. I do too. And I love learning those people. That was the that was the best part mm-hmm. about being the barista was I know what he's going to get. Right. And you think that's special at first and then it becomes a skill. Yeah. Where oh, like yeah. I'm just going to make these 15 drinks before these 15 people come in. Yeah. <laughs> and hand it to him and it's over. Doesn't that feel good? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing process because there's the joke back in the day was in Missoula. There's your the two most important people in your life are your barista and your bartender. Right. 
and you see them every day. Right. Some people would see them every day. But then you realize those people, you realize when you're doing good, it's not just somebody supporting a business, but when somebody says, oh, they're not working, I'll come back on Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge. And if you can get employees where all 10 employees are, well, I only go there because of these people. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, there's something to make, something very special about that. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Well put. Are you guys, uh, now you guys, like, John, you always talk about espresso, mm. not coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I notice uh, you guys have these tiny cups, mm-hmm. <laughs> which for people who a are, cup is gigantic. Are really, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm really more of a drug addict than I am <laughs> right, a right, right. aficionado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm like, I wish I could have like four of them. Right. Uh, but it seems like because you guys are sort of geared toward the finer espresso. Is this true? And if so, why? Oh, man. Go. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's a great question. Well, first of all, okay. Uh, wow. This is tough, tough to know where to go. Or is it a plumbing issue? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> there is that too. But uh, okay. So, like, when you think back, um, the latte actually was invented at a place called the Cafe Mediterraneum in Oakland. Really? Yeah. Everyone thinks it's Seattle, but it wasn't. It was oh, at the I Cafe thought, Med. I it was like Rome. You know where Amoeba <laughs> Records is in Oakland? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's literally next door to, to there. It's still there. Uh, different owners now, but it was in, in, the, in the 1970s. They were doing traditional Italian espresso, lever machine, everything. And people were coming in, and it was too strong for the American palate, right? So they started to ask for a little bit more milk in their cappuccinos. They were like, well, it's not quite enough, you know. Typical. Uh, traditional cappuccino is about seven ounces. Yeah. Um, so Americans were like, still too strong, still too strong, still too strong. So uh, the owner of the Cafe Med started just adding more milk and then just called it what it was, which is latte milk. He was like, Cafe Latte. It's just, <laughs> you know, and giving it out. But he wouldn't go higher than 10 ounces. He was like, anything more than 10 ounces, you're not really tasting the coffee anymore. Yeah. You just got a cup of milk. Yeah. You know, and I sort of subscribe to that philosophy. I think. Um, you know, yeah, you could add four shots, six shots, but then you're cracking somebody out. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not giving someone that nice morning lift. It's becoming something else, you know, but, but two shots of espresso with 10 ounces of milk, that's perfect in my opinion, yeah. you know, and anything more than that, you're starting to get into where Starbucks now has become one of the leading, uh, <laughs> proponents of diabetes in this country. Like when you start looking at the sizes and the drinks that are coming out of Starbucks yeah. now, it's comp- I look I that was my first coffee job. Was at Starbucks, the very first Starbucks in Pike Place Market. I worked there and it was different back then, yeah. you know. Howard Schultz's initial vision was trying to bring Italian espresso on a larger scale, but now it's like pumpkin the spice tankers, lattes. you know, you feel like you get a free big grab of chips with your drink or something. You know, it's like going to a 7-Eleven now, you know, and I don't I want to swing the pendulum back the other way. I want it to come back and have flavor be the first and foremost concern. And so we've had only so far, we've had customers balk a little bit when they come in and they're like, I want 20 ounces. You know, we've had our staff say, we can make you two. You can take another one with you, you know, not in a snotty way. No, totally. You know, like I just don't have snotty employees, you know, but uh, one guy lost his mind. What? Yeah, oh. just lost really? it. Yeah. He was like, are you what do you mean? Who like you know? Yeah. 
Oh, just, he talked like that? And, and I, coming at from our Potomac. sweetest barista, Jess. Yeah, oh my gosh. And this poor girl, Jess, who is the sweetest <laughs> thing on earth. Not a mean, sarcastic, or bone in her body. Cyn- there's not a cynic by any stretch. She was, you know, man, he, he put her uh, back against the wall and eventually, in a very nice way, said, look, I'm sorry, this is what we do. If you want Starbucks, there is one down the street. And yeah. she didn't say, well, there's a Starbucks down the street. This guy lost his shit and walked out, stormed out. And then, of course, there's Yelp, right? This uh, guy freaking, which troll, don't even troll. get me started on why Yelp is a bad thing. But uh, this guy, you know, we went, of course, from a five-star rating to this dude, you know, feeling like he literally started a Yelp account so he could make Because he didn't a have 20-ounce 20, 20 coffee? A 20-ounce coffee. So. But since then, we've so had, weird. you know, at least four or five people that I've seen at Drum that have been like, I read that review and I knew I wanted to come here. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you guys do it right. Like, make oh, me a The one, the you know, one like, review that's not five stars, you know, and it's this guy, you know. Which so. is cool. And that goes back to, like, the, the what you know, we were talking about being rough in the service industry yeah. or whatever, not having options. But, like, the truth of that is it, it's, it's cool that you can't just go into every coffee shop and get the same cup of coffee. Right. You know, if you right. want mm-hmm. this kind of coffee, you go to this place. Yeah. If you want a frappuccino, yeah. you can go to this kind what of is place. That, what is that thing in business, that perceived, like, perceived uh, uh, inventory, where you're like, oh, it says coffee in the name. Oh, yeah. So I need to get what I normally get. Right. That's a, right. That's a right. horrible right. consumer attitude. Yeah. When then you should know where you need to go. You should already know yeah, yeah. That's, this is where I go. That's true, but I will say the flip side of that is is um, I also wanted to create an environment where uh, the product was consistent. So um, the, the blend that I was able to come up with with Matt and Jim over at Black Coffee is one that I, want, I would want every day. Yeah. And I want, to, uh, frankly, you know, I would like to be the, the dealer, the drug dealer, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I want to have that thing that comforts somebody when they walk in and they know they're going to get that, you know. So that's the flip side. I, I mean, and if they don't want that that day, they can go get a, a super fruity, like, single origin pulled espresso somewhere else, you yeah, know. Right. Um, which I get. And once in a while, I want a little change of pace, too. But, uh, but yeah, I kind of like. I like being able to give something their ritual. Yeah, you know. Uh, we asked we asked Matt and Jim the same question. Uh, what is your what are your coffee shops out of town? Oh, oh, dude. This is, yeah, this just, yeah. you got to remember how much I travel. Well, this I know, could be, I know, this yeah. could be uh, all day. <laughs> I mean, what's the, what's the one you want to drive to right now? Oh, Abrazo in New York. Yeah, by far. Well, that would be the okay, one. Okay, let's go. Oh there no, you go. and you know what? I have to say Vivace, in uh, which tragically, man, some. Really bad news happened. I just yeah yeah man. Vivace in Seattle, the the walk up sidewalk cafe on Broadway in Capitol Hill, Seattle, is legendary. David Schomer, the owner there, um, uh, he's I can't say enough great things about that guy and about the staff there. They have baristas that have been there close to thirty years. And whenever I go to Seattle uh to to play now you know i grew up there but now i just go there to play shows whenever i go there the first stop is always the broadway you know anyways yesterday uh uh, one of the baristas passed away and then back in 2011 one of the other baristas passed away these are baristas and it makes national news because of how amazing they are 
And so. that's, you know, that's, that was a huge inspiration for me in knowing that you hire somebody like Kendra, you hire somebody like Chance, you're going to get those people that people cannot live without. Like, I, they're true personalities, number one. They're amazing at their job, number two. And, like, I, man, yesterday we found out the news that she passed away. And it was just, like, it's huge, man, around yeah. Seattle, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that says a lot about it. Anyway, so uh, that's uh, my roundabout way. Awesome. So Vivace in Seattle. Uh, Vivace, uh, my only, my only uh, contact with Vivace was uh, I had, I was unemployed for a second. And so I went to, I got hired at Zoka. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, to go through the training process and then quit. Because oh, wow. I wanted the I wanted the thing, right? And uh, almost every day, uh, the manager that was training me, we went to Vivace first. Oh, That's where yeah. we went to go get coffee, and then we went to work at Soka. Oh uh, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, and like for so for two weeks, I went there every morning. Yeah, man. And it was amazing. It's amazing. It like really was. It was special. It was. It was. It had. There was attitude that I like. I yeah. like a little bit of like. I like the camaraderie of that attitude. Yes. The back and forth of. Yeah, you know what? And not 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 the literal like. Fuck those people for what they just ordered. Right. But more like, uh, more more getting excited about what did you have? Yeah. What did you have? yeah. I never I never ask uh, waiters and waitresses what what did, what's your favorite thing on the menu. I don't care. But at a <laughs> coffee shop where there's like somebody who's excited. Yeah. What yeah. did what did you have this morning? Yeah. Give yeah. me that. What yeah. is that? Yeah. I want to try yeah, yeah. that. That's so. a great thing to do at drum. I usually say, can you just make yeah. me one of these? Yeah. Dealer's <laughs> choice. Right. <laughs> make me, make me yeah. One of those yeah. Things. <laughs> uh, so you're saying that if you treat your employees well and create an environment where they have fun, that it's good for business. Boom. Damn. Yeah, weird. yeah. yeah. Weird. Drop them. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't drop it here. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. You can tell every business that does that. You can yeah, walk into can. a business. And it's kind of frustrating, though, because then you walk into most businesses that don't do it, and you're like, yeah, you can Isn't walk into bummer. you can walk into a business where they're forced to sing, and uh, oh. and it's one of the more oh. depressing things ever. Because as a barista, Gosh. we would sing on purpose. We had stuff like that. That was probably where the origin of uh, 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 Cafe Rio or right, uh, right. Cold Stone got that. There's we would do that thing where like oh everybody who orders a mocha on Friday, yeah, we walk around the bar and teach them the handshake. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll do that kind of stuff. And you can feel how great that is, and then you can see the flip side of it, where these these employees are being forced to sing because somebody ordered nachos. Oh man, yeah. Well, and, and our expectations are just so low with employers. I feel like in America, I remember when the when the Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, happened, and I was talking to my friend, and his kid worked at Best Buy, and he was saying, "Man, well, it really sucks because now my kid isn't going to get insurance." Mm. And I was like, "Well, it sounds like Best Buy sucks." Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like that's not that's this yeah. isn't this yeah. isn't a problem with the government. Yeah. This man. is really Look, a problem with Best Buy. Yeah, especially when you're dealing something with that 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 size yeah. of a Best Buy. Right? That should be a no-brainer. It should be a no-brainer. But I we don't so. we don't expect it from that. I mean, we just uh, ex- accept. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You know, and I can tell you uh even with the ACA or with the ACA, it's tough as a small business owner like I remember when I worked for Uptown Espresso in Seattle, they gave us insurance, and it was the type of thing where, uh, if I remember right, I think our our the owner would pony up half of my dues, yeah. my insurance cost, and and meet you know half halfway, which for me as this dirt poor 
uh, kid, um, that was that was everything to me, man, to be able to have insurance at that age. Yeah. So when I opened Drum, that was one of my initial goals. Yeah. But now I've sat and researched what's available to me as an employer of eight people. Right. Not, Not much. much. Yeah. Totally. Honestly, my employees would pay more for their insurance if they went with a group plan that's available to me in the state of Montana than if they were to just go with Obamacare. Just do it. Totally. You know? So it's frustrating as an employer of eight people that wants to be able to give, you know, so there's got to be another way. There's totally. got to be a way to give because that for me would be the ultimate soul feeder to be able to give what they gave to me in the early 90s in Seattle to a 20-year-old kid. If I can do that, man, Huge. mission accomplished, you yeah. know, yeah. like that's, and uh, so uh, I guess that's my long way of saying I don't understand why well i do understand it's economics but i don't understand why large employers like best buy wouldn't just offer that yeah it's it's really frustrating it's shady to say the least and why we're so ready to blame something that is well-intentioned mm -hmm. i mean health insurance for everyone yeah. is well-intentioned it's yeah. not perfect but it's it's sort of not perfect because we keep defeating it as a as a absolutely populace, right like absolutely we, keep, we screw it up by fighting it yeah we all just bought in right it'd be way cheaper yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Isn't that how it works? Absolutely. Yes. I'm asking, really. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's how I, I, I think so. Yes. Yeah, so 300 so. million people agreed on something right. that would be better. I'm not giving up yet. There's got to be, I'm, I'm not giving up yet. I'm, I've talked with uh, my buddy Jim uh, Pelger, who's, um, and Charlie Beaton, yeah. who, who are all, have been such great advisors for me as a first time small business owner. Um, you know, what, what to look for in an insurance plan for, for small businesses yeah. and that kind of thing. I'm not done researching it yet. There's got to be one little plan somewhere where I'm, I just haven't found it yet. Yeah. You know, there's got to be. The trick is go to 14 years of medical school and oh, open up go. a doctor's office that's just for your employees. Yeah. <laughs> It'll probably be cheaper. You can YouTube it too, man. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, you get, hand <laughs> needs a shoulder <laughs> reset or something. Hand, <laughs> hand your hand your employee an, an index card with a WebMD printed on it. Yeah, man. Here. <laughs> Benefits, Benny's man. And you know what? You can use our Wi-Fi today. <laughs> oh wait! Oh. Right, right. That's awesome. Uh, are you are you are you playing music somewhere soon? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm I, lucky uh, right now. I. I uh, I don't have to be back on a tour bus until July, which is great. Um, we go out with One Republic, it's a big pop band, yeah. um, opening for them uh, for nine weeks straight, July, August, and first part of September, um, which for me... I, that's a long time, right? Don't that's usually a go long out for time. Two man. weeks or something? Yeah, when I first joined the band, um, I was the only dad. Uh, my daughter's twin girls were born right when the, the band started. Um, and so I was the first dad in the group. And so it was especially tough. We weren't making any money yet. Yeah. We were, um, no, I mean, it was rough. Uh, but now everyone's a dad. Um, um, Noelle is the one exception. She's, she's uh, no kids yet. But um, so they're a lot more sympathetic now, you know. Uh, so normally we go out for three weeks. We take a week off three weeks a week off, you know, and that's doable, yeah. you know, and I can still have a connection with my kids. But this tour was too good of an opportunity to pass up and 
Fitz's ultimate goal is to cross over into pop radio. Uh, so this is kind of an, a nice way for him to push that because these guys that we're opening for are already there, you know. So you don't think you're there? It's uh, is that a different thing? It's, it's a radio format, is what we're looking for. Like, like top forty. Yeah. You guys are on the, I hear you all the time. We just crossed over okay. to top forty. Okay. Um, uh, we've hit number one on every other radio format except for pop. We and haven't been able to create. car commercials. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of every car a lot, a lot of car commercials. Which just seems like really the gig to have, right? Nowadays. Like, that's yeah. sweet. Nowadays, it's the only way to make any money. Yeah, yeah. Other than touring. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Touring and, and uh, sinks. Kendra, have you ever been in a band? No. Why are you keeping the singing from everybody? I don't know. Well, she's, he's gonna like she's gonna faint. I did. Uh, I've yeah. done like Missoula Symphony <laughs> Chorale one year. I did that, awesome. and that was really bad. But that's a more choral setting, which is what I did all through high school. And I went to Concordia on a singing scholarship. You did? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. Yeah. This is <laughs> really good. Really. Uh, Just come in and drum, and I'll sing to you. Do you uh, <laughs> do you flex your pipes at all? Just at work. Flex your pipes. Yeah, I mean, I go to karaoke. That's like a. That's like a. That's like an industry thing. Oh. I don't know if you knew that. Oh. <laughs> it's just I went skiing. I went skiing two days ago, and I said to someone on the chairlift that we were gonna we were gonna make shred sauce for our palzania. <laughs> this is this is the world I like to live in. Why don't we have a bumper sticker company? I know, right? Uh, but just it's just at work right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Karaoke. we, we could we could hook you up. Yeah, we can fix we that. Can hook yeah. you up. That would be fun. Yeah. Okay. I'd love cool. to. I love okay. to sing. Wow, we're solving so many problems oh, right yeah. now. We're this just making a band. This is great. Um, uh, anything you guys want to share with us that you or with the Missoula community that you haven't already? Oh, anything coming up? Anything? Uh, well, uh, honestly, just you know, it sounds cheesy, but just gratitude. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm I'm still pinching myself. You know, it, it started out as coffee paid for my drumming career, and now it's the opposite. Drumming is paying for my coffee career, cool. and and uh, and the fact that it's working just blows my mind because um, in in reality, I'm just a drummer. Yeah, that's all I've ever wanted to do, and uh, and to be actually have a business, a small business that's successful, and uh, is a real tribute. Number one to the people that I chose to work there, because if we had a bunch of people that didn't care, it would have flopped by now. Oh, and that's also a small shop to have a bunch of people who don't care in. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like the energy. Back there. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah. We're all very comfortable with each other. Yeah. Swinging yeah. hips. Oh right. You gotta yeah. you do a lot. A of lot that. of like back rubs. <laughs> yeah. Like rubbing back. Yeah. 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 So that combined with just the Missoula in general just being so damn cool. Cool. You know, uh, it's just. People being open to it. Yeah. And not being like, ah, yeah. another coffee spot, you know. They're great. Awesome people. Very cool. So. Um, I want to plug lunch. Now we're talking. Lunch. Oh, yeah. Um, we yeah. can talk about that a little bit. We what do, are the hours? Wait, what are the hours real quick? Um, so Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4. Okay. Weekends, we open at 8. We close at 3 on Sundays. So eight to four on Saturday. Oh, you guys are open seven days a week now. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Too many people complain about us being closed on Mondays. Yeah. You know. Uh, lunch. Sorry. Yeah. So lunch. <laughs> so our baker, our head baker, Logan Jorgensen, he's this wonderful gem that we 
got blessed with, I would say. Is he that sort of like almost porcelain looking beautiful little guy? No, that's Justin. He is Justin. Oh, Justin G. Yeah. Bones. He's a little Justin is a yep. professional uh, ice climber. Shut up. And mm-hmm. now has has moved on, though, unfortunately. Oh, he has? Yeah, because he's a professional ice climber. He looks, he's in the mountains looks right like, now. Yeah, he's, he's uh, actually, he's, yeah, right. He's yeah. climbing right now. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, but uh, real quick, I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you. No, go ahead. Uh, but I have to tell a quick story about Justin. So no, is the head... No, who's the ice What player? he's yeah he's okay. he's since left. But Justin, when we were first first trying to open this place, um, <laughs> we uh, Jenna and I were looking for bakers, and um, we had one that came in that frankly didn't work out. And before we opened my doors, I was looking at my watch and I was like, we've got like three days before I'm supposed to open, yeah. and this guy's not working out. Yeah, unfortunately, because he was a super nice dude. Yeah, but just wasn't working out. Uh, Justin. <laughs> Uh, Justin walked in and with very little experience I said show me what you got here's what I want you to make boom he, first one he, he burnt the hell out of yeah smoking coming out of the <laughs> oven everything and but here's why having a climber as your baker is the most amazing thing he looked at it and he's the ultimate problem solver right? Because normally if a problem comes up, he could lose his life, right? right? This was nothing to this guy. And he's literally at that time was 20. And he was like, hmm, okay, well, I think I'll just try it again. Just totally calm. He's like, next one came out perfect, like spot on. And he was like, okay, I'm ready to do this. And we (laughs) open our doors. This guy just tore it up. Like it was so amazing. And for me, I'm 45. I was looking at this kid for, like, I admire this kid so much. I, mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this guy is amazing. Awesome. Just uh, just even keel temperament. Just, yeah, no problem. You know, I would have lost my shit, you know? And, uh, man, anyways, we owe a lot to that kid. Yeah. Uh, because we were able to open our doors, frankly, with an amazing bakery case filled with this incredible stuff That's from all cool. over the world. Anyway, sorry to interrupt, sorry. but, uh, no. but uh, we were, it was really bummed, uh, but also psyched for Justin when he had to split. Um, but now we have Jess on the weekends, who's just as amazing, and Logan just killing it through the week. Awesome. And, um, and he's making lunch. And like the lunches. different, yeah, so we do a new menu every Monday. We do a soup, a salad, a sandwich. Really? Kind of deal. Um, it's... Um, just switching it up every week. Logan is just killing it back there. Coming up with all of these. What are some highlights from the last couple of weeks? Um, let's see. Well, oh, he's doing well. He's doing red beans and rice with roasted pork for our like soup option this week. Yeah. And we've really? sold out every day. Um, he made the Liz lemon sandwich. So he loves Thirty Rock, and so <laughs> she awesome. He she loves says this quote at one point that's like, "There's a sandwich." But it was named after me. It was pastrami, turkey, Swiss. He made potato chips to put on it. And then he made this, like, sexy Russian dressing slaw, coleslaw. Yeah. Serving it on, like, La Petite baguettes and, like, out Whoa. of bounds. So yeah. good. When is that oh. available again? Yeah, we got to bring it back. It was selling out every day. Yeah. Well, we'll bring it back, but it's kind of one of those things where I was like, okay, well, we got we to gotta leave him wanting more. This week more. he's yeah, doing yeah, yeah. a totally. roasted veggie vegan sandwich. Yeah, selling out every this, day. Made this sexy kale pesto that's vegan, and then roasting all these delicious vegetables and a balsamic drizzle reduction wow. on top. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of vegans in this. That's town, worth checking out. Yeah. yeah. Or a lot of people that want to eat vegan. There are a lot of people who tell you they're vegan. Yeah, right? They'll sure. be the first to tell you. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. So, uh, but I, what I'm realizing is a lot of people going gluten-free and a lot of people vegan in yeah. this town. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And Jess and Logan are just constantly coming up with different bakery items that we, we, have, we try to have one a day that's either wheat-free or vegan. Um, like she made these peanut butter cookies dipped in chocolate with nuts crumble on them that were completely gluten-free right and not weird yeah like crumble <laughs> and chalk you know yes chalky they were good just yeah. super oh. duper good you know one thing <laughs> one thing you gotta say uh uh jason over at burn street is one of my favorite people on earth mm-hmm. and uh one time i was trying to go gluten-free for a while and this was right when i first moved back to missoula and um I went in there and I remember he, he's, you know, very recognizable guy and he was behind the counter and I made the mistake of asking him if he had anything gluten free and he was like, what's wrong with gluten? And I was like, and then I was like, well, you know, nothing, man. I'm just trying this thing, you know, and he's like, you know, all of Western civilization was built on gluten. So the mistake wheat. there, John, and was Jason was behind the counter. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, I got to give him shit because uh, now I noticed on his menu he's got gluten-free options. Oh, so he had he's, to give He's it coming it. around. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. We, uh, we do not talk about Jason on this podcast. Oh, sorry, so sorry. that whole sorry. thing will be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, give us the address one more time. Where are we going to see 600 South Avenue West. Awesome. Right near the uh, four-way stop by Sentinel. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Drum coffee. Everybody needs to go check it out. Hey, uh, please. The food, the hanging out, the coffee. Chills on. Espresso. Super. Uh, awesome. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming. Dude, thank Thanks, you. Guys. really this appreciate it. That was so fun. fun. Uh, what this, is this? This has been Jamie. And Travis. Present. present. See you guys. <laughs>